10 or 15 years ago, when she was Secretary of State, somehow uh, Hillary Clinton found herself in the shrine of Our Lady of Guadalupe, looking at the image of Our Lady and talking with the rector of the basilica. And she turned to him and said, that's a very nice picture, who painted it? He turned to her and said, God. And she shrugged. She left Mexico, got on a plane to Texas, where she received the Margaret Sanger Heroism Award from Planned Parenthood, all on the same day. There were no earthquakes recorded that day, but I wouldn't have been surprised. Well, what should she have known? What should someone have told her? Well, you know the story. December 9th, 1531, Juan Diego has an apparition of Her Lady, build a shrine here, got to give a sign to the bishop, but will that be, take these roses in your, your tilma. You all know the story very well. But we probably don't know the importance of the imagery, and we don't know who was being converted by Our Lady. It was the Aztecs. Now, as I speak of the Aztecs, I want you to keep something in mind. This year, all but three of the Mexican bishops have asked Rome to approve a form of the Mass that includes Aztec elements of worship because reasons. Keep that in mind as I tell you this story. The Aztecs worshipped the sun and moon, but Our Lady of Guadalupe is depicted as standing over and above the sun and the moon. She's greater than the sun and the moon, but she's not a goddess. Her head is bowed down in humility. She's pregnant. She's pregnant, and that's important because Aztecs practiced child sacrifice. In the area of Guadalupe, they sacrificed an average of 20,000 children per year, which is probably a good week or two for Planned Parenthood in the United States. Within 10 years, there were no child sacrifices in Mexico, and millions of Aztecs became Christians. Because Our Lady told her people to convert the Aztecs, not to dialogue with them, not to treat their worship as forms of cultural enrichment, but to convert them. And so her role in ending child sacrifices made her an image that's very popular in the pro-life movement. And this is where Our Lady of Guadalupe can speak to us here and now, for, she, for the light she cast on Aztec culture can be shown on ours as well. See, Aztec culture was a theology of despair. It was fatalistic. It had no hopes. According to Aztec theology, Humans have no place in this world. They have no purpose in life. The gods don't care for us. But maybe, just maybe, they can be placated by blood sacrifice. But the theology of Our Lady of Guadalupe is one of good news and hope. She who is pregnant with the Christ announces that God is with us, that God is one of us, and that God is for us. Make no mistake, that website, shout out your abortion. No, abortion is always an act of despair. A woman doesn't choose to have an abortion the way one might choose to buy a car or eat an ice cream cone. A woman chooses an abortion because she believes that she has 
no other choice. And as I say these words, the federal government, your tax dollars at work, is trying to withdraw funding from crisis pregnancy centers, places that give women the opportunity to choose life. How ironic then that the evil empire, which is mining for Planned Parenthood, the chief abortion provider in the United States, even now distributes Christmas cards celebrating what they call choice on earth. Our Lady of Guadalupe tells us that we, like her, must be heralds of hope to those in despair, especially to those who despair of the lives of their unborn children. In today's Gospel, we see that Mary doesn't keep the good news to herself. She rushes to share the good news with Elizabeth and also stays with her to help her in her pregnancy. What a model for us. Mary, ready to share the message of hope, ready to turn that hope into action. And as we struggle to be advocates of life in the face of a culture of death, we can take heart knowing that Our Lady's words to Juan Diego are also spoken to us. Our Lady of Guadalupe said to him and to us, hear and let it penetrate your hearts, my dear little ones. Let nothing discourage you, nothing depress you. Let nothing alter your heart or your countenance. Do not fear vexation, anxiety, or pain. Am I not here, your mother? Are you not in the folds of my mantle and the crossing of my arms? Is there anything else that you need? So says Our Lady of Guadalupe, consoled by these words of Our Lady, let's renew our commitment to the culture of life, and today let's prove our renewed commitment to the commitment to life as we celebrate this Holy Eucharist by praying for conversion of all those who reject the gift of life. May God's holy name be praised now and forever.